Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, so today's episode of the podcast is a little bit of a special one, and I am going to, before we dive in, just preface what this is about, because it's a little bit different to my normal solo podcast episodes. This episode today is featuring an incredible guest speaker who did a live masterclass training on her topic of expertise in our Badass and Bulletproof Mastermind. So this podcast episode has been pulled directly from one of those guest sessions within the mastermind that went live, you know, between 2021-2022. So just to let you know, that's why this one sounds a little bit different. It's very much more of that conversation piece and you may actually hear some conversations back and forth with the mastermind participants and some questions that they've asked in there as well. But let's dive in. Oh my goodness. Ah, I'm so sorry. I was doing it on my desktop and I don't think my computer. Yeah, it won't work on desktop, but that's a good, I'm going to make a note to remind me to have my team put in the email that goes out to the guest speakers. Yeah, so I apologize. And then um, my daughter's home from school today. So she was like playing around and I was like, (laughs) so anyway. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. How yeah, are you? How was your day being? <laughs> yes, just one of those. I was just saying before you jumped out, I'm like, I like just trying to introduce you a little bit, and I'm like, how do I do this? Because she's crazy like me. So she's got beautiful body society, and she's social club, and like has run a clothing brand, and he's a gym instructor. But like, I'm just like, okay, I need to like pull <laughs> this together, <laughs> and try and find a way to introduce you. That's not just like she's as crazy as I am, guys. So get, so get ready for that in terms of ambition and we yeah, just jump in I, and do everything right it's almost really good trait but then it's also my enemy <laughs> so yeah it's one of those yep. situations but you know what I I teach the cycle thinking and it has been a godsend because that's what has made me be able to pretty much um, live my life so I can understand the stress and really focus in on that. So that's been probably a, the, one of the biggest factors that's pushed me to actually tell other women about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, I've just come from the perspective and I share about this a lot in the module, this group of like fighting my hormones for the last since I was nine years old, it's just been a battle. It's been an inconvenience. It's something that's in the way. It's something like I was booked in to have a hysterectomy before I got pregnant with my son unexpectedly. I had to call the gynecologist and be like, so that hysterectomy, <laughs> we can't do that because there's a baby in there that I didn't know about. Um, but yeah, to the point where I'm just like, I just want to completely ignore this and pretend it doesn't exist. It's really like messing with my ambition and my work and my daily schedule. And then I was like, okay, maybe the solution isn't in fighting against it. Maybe it's about learning about it and working with it. So I've already shared a lot in this month's module about my experience with it. I would love to bring you on first of all and just like kind of get to know a little bit about you. What do you do? Like how did Jade come to where she is today? Because you've done a lot of things in the past. Yeah, it's been a long journey. I'm still like feel like I get to a point and then I'm like, oh, God, here's a whole nother level of stuff i got to deal with. But I guess that's the whole point of the growing and the learning and the, yeah, experience. But so, yeah, I went from – I like having a quite like being in the fitness industry um, quite heavily. And then I moved into a corporate job, um, but I was still very much involved in the fitness industry Um, was, was healthy fit. Like thought that I was, you know, on top of my game Um, had had really bad periods and I was just on and off the pill. Like there wasn't a, let's look at your hormones. It was just change pills, change pill, change pill. So I got to the point where I ended up having an implant on, put, put 
input on put in because um, the the migraines were probably the biggest thing. And and I when I was working corporately, I was a rep, so I would drive around all the time and. I had like two weeks a month where I didn't know if I was going to be on the road because I couldn't drive with, with these headaches. At that point, I never thought anything of it. I just leaned into changing pills, that, that thing. That's all. And then it wasn't until I ended up um, taking the implant on out, choosing to have a, wanting to have a baby. And um, thankfully, we got pregnant super quickly. Um, and I went into pregnancy and like, it was like a big smack in the face, like being from someone who I thought was healthy fit, you know, in that fitness industry, um, I was like completely malnourished. Like I had, you know, very low nutrients. My thyroid actually wasn't working very well. Um, and by the end of my pregnancy, I ended up with a heart condition. So I had a, um, an enlarged heart and I couldn't exercise during my pregnancy and turned to a lot of um, emotional eating, I would say, because I just wanted to get through it. And for me, exercise is a, such a big part of my life. Like it's a release for me. It makes me feel good. Um, and I do, I do it every single day, sometimes multiple times a day and just, just love it. So it was such a thing going from not exercise, um, sorry, to exercise to not exercising and really watching my body change. Um, and then dealing with thyroid, um, heart, the, all these things that going from being this like fit, like healthy person that I, that I thought I was. So came out of the pregnancy, um, and you know, motherhood, like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, um, dealing yeah. <laughs> with that, uh, newborn baby heart, like dealing with seeing a cardiologist, trying to figure out what was going on with my heart, um, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, so autoimmune condition that affects your thyroid. Um, 30 kilos heavier as well and really just came out of the pregnancy, did not recognize my body, who I was. Um, I started experiencing periods and before that, I hadn't had a period for quite a number of years um, because I was on changing pills all the time, skipping periods because of these headaches, being on the implant on. And I was experiencing like intense um, pain and um, cramping and just like, you know, it, like tiredness. Like I call it now like a period wipeout, like this extreme wipeout. And I just went from being this like feeling like amazing to just being like, who the hell am I? Like what, what's going on with my body? And I guess I've always been very... Um, I've always been very um, interested in health, um, obviously being in that fitness industry. So I just started studying, started learning more about nutrition. Um, I really got into um, the hormones because I think with all the thyroid stuff, you know, the thyroid is your, your master of, of your hormones. And so I wanted to understand how I can optimize that, but also how can I start to exp like experience i've got to experience periods forever so why am i dreading them every month and as you said before ignoring everything um and yeah as i said like i had an active wear brand with my sister um we sold that in 2020 and that was going like five years prior so before pregnancy all of that sort of stuff um we we had that brand and um so once we finished up with that you know being a mum, studying selling a business and went back to work um, <laughs> and we got made redundant. So within six weeks and it was almost a blessing in disguise because I again hit that point of who am I? What am I doing? What's going on in my life? And my husband said, why don't you just start teaching classes again? Just use the garage. You love that. It's something that's always brought you joy. So just, just do it. You know, don't worry about anything else. Just do that. And when I started to do the little, you know, I started with eight women in my garage doing eight-week boot camp, it was like I started talking about hormones and I started to say, like, guys, if you're, if you, you know, when you're in this phase, let's let's change up this, let's change up that. Me thinking it was just me that wanted to learn this stuff it had no relevance to anybody else. Um, and the women in the boot camp were like, tell me more. Like, we need more information about this. And so from there, it, like, organically just turned into – 
um, the Beautiful Body Society because it was just like, you know, we all have beautiful bodies and the female body is so complicated and, and so beautiful, but we don't honour or respect that. We we push it away. We we, we're, we are invincible, but we're sensitive and we, we deserve that femininity. Um, yeah, we have that femininity just naturally. So why are we living in this, we're living in this, world where we have to do it all the time so really giving myself the permission at different times of the month means that I can be crazy <laughs> at other times of the month and I can really push but I don't I, I know when I need to slow down I need to give my body that that chance so I wouldn't be able to yeah like run the business I'm, I'm still studying um be a mum um and 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 be a like you know be a uh, also a wife and you know run a household because that is is just as intensive. I mean, folding washing honestly, it's yeah, it's full time uh, job. Another nemesis of mine. So it's like it's yeah. So I just really um honor that and and that's literally how the Beautiful Body Society was born. And now that's what I talk about. And obviously, being very big into um exercise, I really push the way and I think a lot of women there's a lot of places out here now that are like smash 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 your body and if you're not going hard enough you're not going big enough fast enough you're not good enough and I went from that place of really feeling unworthy in my body and not recognizing myself that I didn't want to experience that again and I wanted to I want women to know that you know they can still um do all the things, but we can do it in a really beautiful, gentle, respectful way um, and get better, even better results. Absolutely. And I think that that's such an important part to make because we're stuck in this like almost hyper-masculine model of nine to fives and 24 hours and you should feel the same way at four o'clock every single day because that's what men do. And for women, it's different. And we always this phrase constantly we use with the kids and it's, it's not yeah. wrong. It's just different someone's family does something different it's not wrong it's just different than what we do and I think I'm really good at showing and highlighting that with my kids but I had to take a minute for myself and be like it's not wrong it's different it's okay if one day you can smash out 12 yeah. hours work and feel fucking amazing and then next week you're just like I need to watch the cut watch the Kardashians and put together Pinterest yeah, books and that's absolutely. all I need to do <laughs> so it'll come yeah, back to totally. permission, doesn't it um and I guess we when we work to our cycle, we have times and, you know, I, I'm guessing we'll go into um, the hormones and, and how they differ at different times and how you naturally are going to feel um, at that pre-period phase. You're going to feel different. So why are we, why are we making ourselves feel guilty about feeling different when naturally that's what we need to do? And we just, because this whole patriarchal masculine world says this is the way to do it. This is the model. And anyone who, like, takes a step out of that and goes, but I make just as much money, like, when I'm reorganising my pantry as I do sitting in front of a computer. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they've got this attitude where if it's wrong, sorry, if it's different, it's wrong. And it's like, no, no, no. It's, it's just different. You can calm yeah, your Yeah, and I think scary. that's been it's a big fine. battle in my mind because I feel like I um, really, like, I talk about this, but it's not very well like talked about or respected in the fitness industry. So it's, and, and, you know, like, yes, yeah. I love do, I love exercise and I don't stop all month long. I just change things and I, I re-respect what I'm doing and I change, make sure my food is, is different and I make sure that I'm adding in other activities to counteract the stress. So there, cause there's a few things that come up and they're like, oh, there are some other things that, people sort of say like I don't want to stop exercising and or I don't want to stop doing the go things and it's like as you said you don't have to it's the fact of just honoring the body in a different way and res respecting that that time so yeah. yeah it's it's a tricky one when you're kind of yeah. trying to change the way people have thought of things in the past yeah and it's really, I'm sure like you're in the same industry trying to break through and talk about something in a different way to I'm in the money industry where everyone's like debt free is the only way. And I'm like, but is it though? But some people are ready to hear it and some people aren't. So I love when I first came across Jade's work actually as a design 
because Jade, I've done some branding work for Jade and I was like, oh my God, this is so needed. This is amazing. Everyone needs to know about this. But then you realize as well, it's not a case of telling everyone about it because not everyone's ready to actually see it in a different way. You've, or you've almost got to get to the point, unfortunately, where you're like sick or tired mm-hmm. of being sick and tired. And then you are seeking yeah, and looking absolutely. For and I think that's where that and they're, they're the women that that I attract because they're needing an answer and nobody's giving it to them. So, it, or, or they're not they're not understanding. Yeah. And it's yeah when when you can grasp that, it's it's just magic. Honestly, like the cycles are magic, and our hormones are incredible. But we push against them, and it's it's not necessary. Yeah. And I think the point I just want to quickly make is that we're not here to demonize medication or that the pill is like the devil thing. It's, it's certainly not the case. The medication actually like it has such an important place. For me, being on the pill, I suffer from post-menstrual dysphoric disorder, which means for those couple of days a month, I go from this lovely, amazing person that you see every day to almost suicidally depressed for no other reason than my hormones are just that and like rage and anger and self-harm. So being on the, the pill mm. is literally life-saving for me. Um, so when if a health coach talks to me about coming off the pill, I'm like, I don't think you understand how severe it is. But at the same point, it's, it's looking at the pill as a holistic approach to, you know, one piece of the puzzle with all these other pieces included. It's not a Band-Aid that you can put over and fix things completely. And I think that's where women are coming to realise that they're just going to the doctor with problems and just having a literally like a box of pills thrown at them it's, it can be part of the solution, but it's not the only yeah, or the whole solution. A hundred percent. And I Did have a agree? lot of women that cycle sync on the pill or they cycle sync um, that they, they don't have a period. They've had a hysterectomy, um, but they, we can still do this. Like in the menopause, we can absolutely still do the cycle syncing because it, it, it's going to release stress. When we have less stress, we have less inflammation. When we have less inflammation, our body's going to function better. Our brain's going to work better. So it's it's the at the end of the day, like it's it's a it's a way to for females to respect the the stress sensitive the stress sensitivity that like we are because we don't have a twenty four hour cycle. And even if you've had a hysterectomy and you still have your ovaries, you're still going to be producing hormones. So, um, and then even going out of menopause or, or sorry, going from being non-menopause, like not in the normal um, female uh, cycle to perimenopause to menopause, there is such a delicate transition and we can ease that transition now by doing things to respect our body. So then when we get into that phase of perimenopause, menopause, we're not having this like estrogen like dive down and our our heart is protected better our brain's protected better so there's no there's up like you know we i have women that are are choose to be on the pill that want to get off the pill you know some of them have a goal of that but i and i don't i i do help with those lifestyle factors and and of course like don't judge what what anyone's doing um because at the end of the day this you still want to change that lifestyle there's still things in your life that you want to improve and the only way we can do that by is improving our lifestyle so it's just building those bricks like every day adding that brick to build that new house um they don't have to be massive steps but i think maybe understanding our body is is a is is a brick to go okay well now i can change up my cycle now i can start to focus on whatever you know whatever the goal is No, that sounds brilliant. Um, and we, uh, my next question I've just realised we've kind of already touched on. So I wanted to talk about how you're introduced to hormones and cycle syncing, but in kind of your story, you covered that, which was great. So, uh, But I do want to ask, was it something that resonated, like when you first got introduced to the idea and you're like, oh, my God, this whole thing makes sense and this is so easy and now everything's working? Or is it coming from the perspective of like, I know this is going to help. It's not easy. I'm going to have to really build a habit out of getting used to this. There's a lot I've got to learn. And this isn't fun, but it's going to be worth it in the long run. Because I know there's like, you know, when someone starts meditating for the first time and they're like, oh, it's just brilliant the first time. And everyone listening who's struggling is just like, oh, fuck off. So how was it for you? Was that something that naturally happened very easily? Or was it a little bit You know what? It was a bit hard work because um, to be honest, when I first, like four years ago, was 
really trying to understand this, there wasn't a lot of people in Australia talking about it. So it was very much like I wanted to find a course or find some information, yet I found it really hard to be able to establish um, information that was relevant. And I, I sort of like to say that I sit in that middle range because there's a lot of people now talking about periods and honouring it and it's like drinking period blood and dancing in the moon. Um, and then there's the medical way, which is like, you know, get on the pill, don't worry about it, you know, don't listen, like not don't listen to the hormones. Come yeah. to this if you want to get pregnant. And if you're not trying to get this, it's not a fertility rated thing. We're not interested in talking about it. Yeah, That's what whereas I, still I just get kind of want to be that, that middleman of teaching women just how we can um, really honour our hormones, but we don't have to be dancing in a red tent and under the moon. And we, we don't have to be at another phase where it's like, as you said, let's just put the band-aid over this and wait till you want to get pregnant. We can we can start to do this relevant on or off the pill. We can actually just start to understand the female body and start to honor that, like irrespectful of, of anything else that's in our life. Because at the end of the day, we're females. Like we we're going to have these um, monthly fluctuations and not a twenty four hour cycle like men do. So I. I didn't, I found when I was trying to, and it's probably where, why I teach it now in the way that I teach it, because I found it very, either really medical based or very much like a bit weird. Like, so I sort of tried trying to be that middleman yeah. of going, okay, this is how I've done it. And this is how I've done it with being a mum like starting a business, running a business, running a household, studying and all of the stuff. Like I don't really have time to be doing some things that may not be relevant, but yeah. I try to add it in in a really easy, simple way and, and a way that, you know, like even if you can start to grasp the con grasp the concept, you know, obviously like I'd love for you to, to join our app and to join our community but you know if you if you can't then I hopefully that I teach it through my socials in a way that you go aha I get it now these are a couple of things I could do just to ease that pressure on myself at different times so yeah I probably did find it and I mean yeah. you know what there's still months where shit hits the fan and I'm like oh Jesus I'm pre-period I can't handle this but it's it's counteracting that and I think I now I now use my period and I, and you know, a lot of my, my members, we use our period as a, as a report card. So how was this month? Yeah, there were things that I can't change, but how can I go better for the next month? So I really feel like we don't want to have that wipeout. We don't want to experience um, the same period. We want to just have our period be done with it, move on. So what are things that we can add in this month to, to create a better experience there? Because we bleed every month and that, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's it. So why are we hating on it? Why, yeah. why not better it? <laughs> yeah. And it's the next generation too. Like when I think about, you know, I got my period in the middle of a basketball game when I was nine and I kind of just ignored it. It was close to the end of school. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'll just go home and sort that out was literally just given like, and my mum's brilliant, but she was, she's always ignored her periods and had very easy periods. Whereas my sister and I got the obvious PCOS massive problems from my father's side of the family, ended up in hospital multiple times as young teens for just massive period problems. Um, my sister actually ended up going on hormone replacement therapy at 19, but my mum just had this like, here's a box of tampons and some Panadol and you just get on with things. Yeah. Don't let anyone know you've got it. Don't let it slow you down. And then so as an adult, now having, I've got two boys and a girl, Holly's mm. eight. So in a year, this could be happening. And it kind of makes you think about it like, what is going to happen? What am I going to teach her? Do I want her to have a much more informed decision on things like birth, con birth control, cycle tracking? Like w this conversation needs to happen now before we've got four more generations of women being taught to ignore it, take Panadol, get as much drugs as you can and, and just keep going like as if it doesn't happen. And then or we try to have kids and it's like, why isn't it happening? And it's like, because we've ignored something integral part of our body for the last 15 years. Now we want it to sit up, pay attention and do the right thing. 
and I guess yeah. kind of <laughs> pretty much <laughs> exactly yeah so so yeah so it wasn't it it wasn't easy for me but I'm I'm putting it in with beautiful body society I'm trying to put it into a what what did I want to know four years ago to make it easy? And and I guess that's how I'm trying to teach it is me back, you know, four years ago trying to figure it all out. That that's the way I want I want to bring it into other women's lives. So it's it's seamless and easy and they can just start with one, just tracking their cycle and 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 then slowly just changing up the activities that they can do. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Awesome. So what does hormones and living in sync with your cycle look like for you on, I would just say a daily basis, but I'm like, you know, that's the general stuff like temperature checking or whatever. But it, since we're running on a monthly yeah, cycle, so let's talk about that. In the beautiful body society, we have, we do break it down into four weeks. Um, and only because I like to simplify it, you know, like, yes, we, we run on a monthly schedule. So we have the four, the four different phases and we are based on like the day one of our cycle is um, day one of your period, which is medical industry standard. Um, there are some other, you know, like things that people say day one is this day. And, and I think like if there's women that want to get pregnant and do all this, they have to know that day one is day one because that, that is the standard. Um, I guess as an average, you know, this, there, honestly, like there is so much variety out there. Like 28 days ovulating on day 14 is not, it's, it's apparently normal, but it's not common. So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's where I go, right. We break it to four stages, but that's for an average person or, you know, like just as on a, on a scale. So it's really finding your, your phase. And what I've started to recognize is actually my pre-period phase is quite short, which is like, yay, I, I'm glad that it's so short because um, I have like that really boost of energy with, which, um, you know, I ovulate later. And it's interesting because when I was pregnant, um, it was something my mum brought up. She's like, I think we ovulate later because um, I was meant to be born two weeks earlier. And they, they like back then, they, um, they let you just go. Like they just were like, yeah, no worries. Just continue to whatever. It's okay. And I was still only six pounds two weeks later. So you imagine like if they, if they push that, and they're saying you ovulate this on this day. Do you know what I mean? Like it was never. Yeah. I had the exact same problem because I have three kids now. And every time I've gone into battle with the doctor, like, no, I'm four weeks pregnant. This is like yeah. before you go and get your dating scan. And they're like, no, you can't possibly be. You're only one week pregnant. And I'm like, I'm four weeks pregnant. I've had three kids now. You, man, yeah. and your doctors have had none. And then, yeah, we go to the dating scan and every time he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, mm. so I'm like, Dude, come on. I've had We're not clients that have, like, ovulated on day eight. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's... Yeah. We're yeah, yeah that's it. So it's 100% like, it's always different. But on, on average, so we break it down into four phases. So we have, you have your, your period phase, which um, in the Beautiful Body Society we call go with the flow. Um, then we have our, um, after your period, we're going to move into our follicular phase, which we call um, glisten and um, glisten and go. And then we have our ovulation phase, which we call divine femininity phase. And then our pre-period phase, our luteal phase, which we call um, glow up and chill. So we've got these four different phases. Your period phase, um, we your your female hormones all your hormones are at their lowest so pretty much all month we're building up all like our uterine our uterus or the lining in your uterus right so we build that up every month and then we shed it that that's basically what happens estrogen helps to thicken the lining progesterone um helps to decrease the, the or thin the lining right so I kind of say like every month we lose an organ, <laughs> but then we regrow it again. So um, it's a big, it's a big thing. I think it's a big thing and we ignore it. So um, week one, you know, your period week. So the first couple of days, you know, you are losing a lot of resources. Your body is bleeding. You are losing um, a heck load of, of nutrients, of iron. So be gentle. You know, like if you have a massive gash in your arm and it's bleeding and it's painful, 
Why are you thrashing yourself at the gym? Why are you trying to go to work and do all these stressful things? Why don't you, you know, schedule that, understand when that is for you and go, right, how can I counteract this? So, yes, sometimes we can't always, um, you know, we can't, say to our boss or our boss is not accepting as I've got my period, like I can't do this. And so, so many women are actually quite ashamed to say that, which I don't think they should be. Um, but, you know, how can we counteract that? So, yeah, maybe it's don't do a, a big heavy movement. Maybe have a bath. Maybe just go have a walk. Go and have a massage. Go do something that refills, that refills you. So if you have that stressful meeting at work, we can counteract that stress. Um, once those first couple of days are finished in our period, we move into, um, we're, we're still in our period, but it, it act, our energy should lift because our estrogen does start to come up. And estrogen is, so I like to look at progesterone and estrogen as our, they're two, they're two of our best friends. Estrogen is our party girl. So she's our best friend that wants to go out, party. She's confident. She's sexy. She is, you know, she makes us feel really good about ourselves. Um, estrogen helps us feel less pain. It helps us handle more sugar. Um, always get your waxing post period because you're going to not feel it as bad. Um, we, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah, a tip and, worth um, she, Yeah, she gives, she, she, she protects our um, organs, our brain, our heart. Like she, She's great. She's great for muscle growth and development. Uh, then we have progesterone and she is our friend that's, um, it's, she's like a sedative. She is like, just chill out, relax. Let's just sit on the couch, do nothing. I don't feel like going out. I don't want to see people. I just need that, that time to relax. So as <laughs> that explains so much, cause I have like barely any yeah, progesterone. Yeah. That's a big problem. <laughs> My doctors are like, this is this is not what it should be, and I'm like, but it's also explained so much. Yeah, that's zero and chill. So we can whatsoever. see that with the PCOS, like, because as you, oh, sorry, I, I, I'm, you said that you had it before, but you can see how that estrogen yeah. dominating through that second half, you can experience that anxiety because progesterone is naturally, um, it is actually very, um, it is like a sedative. Like if if you were to orally take it. You, you have to take it in the evenings like because it relaxes the body so much. Um, and, and so it is supposed to be more relaxed, but she's really amazing because she actually speeds up our metabolism. And, but I'll, I'll get to her in a minute. She really excites me. Let me talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You're blowing my mind here. You honestly are because the six weeks after having my son Hudson, I had six weeks where my progesterone levels were amazing. My stress dropped and I lost like 30 kilos yeah. without doing anything. And then, like, my progesterone levels dropped after six weeks. Everything messed up again and 15 kilos literally came back on in a week. It's just – it's insane how much hormones affect things yeah. that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, so – and that's <laughs> what I was finding post-period for me is my estrogen I, – I, I now – no genetically because i also um read genetics and dna um so um i know genetically i'm actually really bad at detoxifying estrogen so for me it explains like all these aha moments from the past being on the pill never worked because i was constantly given a dose of estrogen that i couldn't detox and we have all these receptors for estrogen and I'm probably going into too much information, but we have all these recept receptors for estrogen, but we don't have um, like progesterone receptors. So we can easily be estrogen dominant by like heating food in plastic, by drinking from plastic bottles, by, um, you know, using toxic makeup, using, uh, so all of these things. And I mean, that, that's a whole, like a whole nother level of learning. And, and we do actually offer that level of learning. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. We're, we're going to just go basic today. Otherwise like I'll be here all day. Yeah. I'm just going to, we have to disclaim you this whole thing with, if this is picture interest, please go see Jade. Um, so finishing our period and our estrogen levels are picking up. So, it's actually a really good time um, to, you know, go do a bit more. Like when you when you're post those couple of days of your period and you're not experiencing the wipeout or the really heavy period, um, then you you can do a bit more. Like I find my brain just fires. Like um, I I got I you know there are some clinically proven um, 
stretches to also do during your period to ease period pain. But exercise also is effective for reducing period pain as well. So it's not like stop exercising, um, but it's just how can we just do it in a really respectful way? And I sort of say like really focus in on your breathing, your um your 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 core control um and the the proper form and then you know when you're in your lifestyle your business if that brain is starting to fire you know start to do some um scary things like get out of your comfort zone in this in this next phase so i always get so excited after those first two days of the the heavier bleed because i am like yay like <laughs> the time is coming where where i can start it's coming being yeah. be in that like be in my my really go phase so after that um as i said estrogen's peaking and estrogen peaks all the way until it gets at its highest um just before ovulation so when it's um in its highest um like i sort of say if you're ovulating no excuses because you're meant to like this is the phase where we have the most amount of energy because we're supposed to be getting busy making babies so we have an extra load of energy to do things like that or to do anything else that you want to do, um, like if it's business-related. I get like, obviously, I'm horny all the time, but I get super social. I just want to like, I'm that's the weekend, and I'm like, let's see friends for breakfast, and Aaron, my husband, invites people over, and two weeks prior, I'm like, no, not people, but if I'm around that yeah. time of month, I'm like, yeah, invite everyone over, let's have a whole yeah. thing, and it's just it's like, yeah. you? <laughs> I'm ovulating, baby. I'm so ovulating. yeah, so that's it. So it's that estrogen comes through, and and she just really shines. Like as I said, she makes us feel really sexy and confident. And you know, get out of your comfort zone. Do the things that are scary. So if it's in your business, you know, do the lives, do the workshops, do those things that are showing your face. You know, I know sometimes we can't plan, you know, networking events, um, but you might go, okay, well, there's some events coming up here. I'm going to go do them in this in this phase. So it's a really important phase to to get out and about. You yeah. you'll feel more confident within yourself just just naturally and i don't know if people can notice that um but you are you i feel like that's that's a really true self like in that phase i get excited because i'm just like okay what is all the shit that i need to get done and how quickly can i do it because it's yeah it's just it's i've, I've got these three weeks before that pre-period phase where i'm like okay stop what you're doing it's time to chill so after ovulation, um, and, and this is the thing is like if you're not ovulating, your progesterone won't rise as much. So that's the other thing that estrogen can dominate. So it is about controlling stress. So during your ovulation phase, it's, it's important that we prepare, like not only mentally but physically and then, of course, you know, in our business, um, in, our, in our home life or social life. So know that, okay, I've ovulated and the the things that we like to track in the beautiful body society is food, hunger, mood, cravings and energy levels. So those five things really give us an understanding as to what our hormones are doing. Um, yes, you can do your temperature tracking. That's going to give you an idea as to exactly the date you've ovulated because the ovulation is very much a big key as to how your cycle is going and the stress that you're under. So um, your temperature will shift. So if you are temperature tracking, what will happen is post-ovulation, uh, estrogen drops, progesterone rises, and progesterone rises our temperature by about 0.3 degrees. And this is the magic phase because that increases our metabolism, right? Like it has this like really beautiful thermogenic effect. So we feel hotter just naturally in that phase. Um, so we can actually do less and progesterone is very stress sensitive. So she is like anything stressful that's coming up that doesn't include enjoying um, a movie and, and, and some chocolate on the couch. She's like, see ya, I'm, I'm getting out of here. So we, we lose her quite quickly. So this is too much for me. And so we want to keep her hanging around. So how can we now slightly adjust our craziness with estrogen giving us that beautiful boost how can we honor her and go okay well i know that 
this this is the week that I need to take the time for me. So I'm I'm not going to give as much. I can't I can't commit to I can't overcommit in this time. I I need to book that massage. Like I say in that week, three things that refills your cup, and it doesn't have to be you know um, extravagant or anything crazy. It can be having a bath or a foot spa. You know, just ten minutes reading a book or you know, actually just sitting down with your, maybe with your coffee and just taking a moment to, to just breathe. You know, if you can do it outside, I really love like, you know, um, diaphragmatic, like deep breathing throughout the day. It can be a really simple way if you don't meditate to calm the nervous system um, because breathing has really um, got some beneficial effects on the chemical processes in the brain. Um, But, you know, we want to, we want to boost her. So, the other thing is detoxing estrogen. So hot baths um, in that pre-period phase are amazing because sweat is, is a, a, you know, apart from pooping and weeing, is another form of detoxification. So it's it, it, we, we just want to slow it down. So, you know, like what, what activities in your business can you go, okay, I can fit in this week. I can kind of go behind the scenes. That might be, I mean, as much as I hate fiddling around with stuff, like as you know, Shona, that's why I'm always like, ah, can you do this this design thing for me? Um, like that, so that for me is not that stress-releasing, but there's other things that I like to do. Um, but if that for you is like your like release, like then then go and do that. And really, yeah, like I see, you know, I see you, I'm going to know now every time that you're posting about colouring in your like pre-period. <laughs> so yeah and then of course we end up back in our cycle so you know if if you are a a gym bunny and you are you know in that workout slow it down slow that workout down focus on form focus on control you're going to need to prepare yourself with smaller meals more often um, to ease the hunger and the cravings you know pack them full of protein have protein first thing in the breakfast um, first thing in the morning try and have your protein the first half of the day and then you won't get in intense cravings and especially that craving that's like I'm in the cupboard I'm searching I don't know what I want to eat but I need to eat something most of the time that's the body hasn't had enough protein so those are really beneficial and it also stabilizes the blood sugar and that's estrogen stabilizes our blood sugar so when we start when that drops in that second half of the of the cycle we, we know hunger, cravings, and then that will affect our mood and it can also affect our sleep will change. So, and, and of course, our energy levels. So that's, they're the five things that we really, every day I, I recommend track that. We, we give it like, you can number, we, say, we yeah. do a number, like a scale system, add it up. And then you can, you can almost start to work that out as to where you are in your cycle. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's so much information and it correlates. Like we use different, um, like in this module, teaching this. Obviously, I've been learning it myself. And then I was like, okay, how am I going to share this with the girls in membership and use the, like, the seasons kind of classification for everything, which I think works really well. But it's exactly the same. It's just different language surrounding it. So that's great. And then you go to see, like, a medical gynecologist or something and they're going to teach you the same stuff. Yeah. It's just going to be in a slightly different language. So it's just learning to pick up the gold, even if the language, it's like religion, isn't it? Like if they're all teaching the same thing, it's just the language is a little bit different. That was awesome. That was so much more information, honestly, than I was expecting to share on today's call. So that's brilliant. And if anything has resonated within that conversation, because even for me, I'm just like, oh my God, the progesterone stuff makes a lot of sense. Because even diagnosed with PCOS and having huge gynecological problems, seeing specialists for now coming up six, seven years, no, no one has said to me like progesterone is stress, the link there until today's life. So seriously, if anything has resonated, please reach out to Jade. I would just love to know, before we kind of finish up, what is your tip for someone who might be like super new to the idea, has just been living in that kind of just like tampon and, and pain relief and just get through it. What would be your first tip to them, you know, before looking or diving into any types of programs or coaching or anything like what would be your one? I would say increase your protein intake. <laughs> Some reason women just don't eat enough of it um and we are bloody busy people and yeah um it it, it's a bit of a magic macro like it's it is if it's if it's the one thing that you can do is is eat some healthy good quality protein and do it a number of times throughout the day 
instantly that's going to stabilize the blood sugar that's going to reduce inflammation it's going to help with cravings and hunger and moodiness um it's it's also going to fuel your muscles because you need them to be able to move and function properly yeah and if you're if you're getting it from um an animal source there's you know there's healthy omega-3s in there which again are anti-inflammatory they help with our brain function um so there's there is yeah it's probably like my it's something that i see so commonly i'll look at someone comes in for coaching or whatever they they're coming in for and i'm like look at what they're eating and it's like there is not protein until dinner time and then they're wondering why they're sitting on the couch can't stop eating chips and chocolate or whatever their their favorite thing is and it's because they haven't fueled properly and of course like it then imbalances the circadian rhythm and you're not sleeping as well and then that's causing more stress you know that flow-on effect so i i feel like women underestimate the power of protein so i say prioritize protein especially the first half of the day get that metabolism firing well, we've spent the last like 40, 50 years being programmed into carbs the devil, fats the devil, meats the devil, sugar's the devil. Yeah. So what are yeah. we allowed to eat left? Like a boiled chicken rice and broccoli? That's kind of, and then someone actually says to you, hey, you can have meat and you can have eggs and you can have it with toast and you should have carbs and added glass of orange juice to that. And your mind's just like completely and I think blown. like, you know, I just go look at the history of nutrition. Look at where, how we've survived as a um as a general like uh, like you know all these hundreds of whatever years how we survive look at the history what have we done in the past and this you know like i always i like to teach whole foods you know like where we can get the least amount of package we can and just really nourish with whole foods um but in saying that we actually live in a really great area um in a great generation where we have so much at our fingertips and we can do that so it's it's an added bonus because we can get these really healthy quick fixes, but it's also a detriment because we're at, we have this great variety. So I say like, you know, you don't have to like, you know, that 80, 20 rule, enjoy life, enjoy the things, but also know that respect your body and your body does need healthy food. Like it needs that to function. So, you know, how can we respect that and respect our hormones and go, yeah, I'm going to function so much better when I'm doing this. But, yeah, I still enjoy, you know, that wine and I still enjoy this and this and this. But do it in a really mindful way. And, you know, obviously mindful eating is a big thing. Um, but, you know, the, the list goes on. I can't even like <laughs> – I kind of have to – I feel like we could talk yeah. about this for the whole day and still not even, we touched just the tip of the iceberg. So I think that that's a key sign. If anyone's listening to this or sees the content for this month and wants to go, go deeper into this, because obviously this is not my field of expertise. Each month we have a focus that just kind of calls intention to some area for women and women in business that they might not have considered before and then point them in the direction to get more. So I really want to encourage people if they resonate with this, if they have more questions, if they want to learn more, reach out to Jade. Um, you know, I have contacts for other gynecologists and stuff as well. If you want to see someone with the South Australia, some really, really great women-led businesses because women-led healthcare is yeah. so important. I can't even tell you the horrific experiences I've mm. had with 60-year-old men and yep. my uterus. Um, but, yeah, so I think just want to say thank you so much for your time today, Jade. That's been amazing. I feel like we've covered mm -hmm. so much. Um, so just to wrap things up, where can people find you? How can they support you? And where can they find out more about Jay yeah. and the beautiful books? Thank you. I've, I've loved life. chatting. And I, as I said, I could chat about it all day. <laughs> and, and just the, the magic that I've found in, the pro, in, in learning about this and implementing has really been life-changing. And I, I can even say, like, when I was, didn't have the responsibilities, I'd still be on the couch after work, exhausted. So I'm like, how the hell do, do I do it now? And, I, you know, I really... I really um, feel that it's made a huge impact in my in my life. But my so I'm on Instagram, um, I'm Jade Laray, so just Jade underscore Laray. On Facebook, I'm Jade Emily. If someone knows how to change that, I don't know how to do it. But <laughs> I'm everyone's like, why are you Jade Emily? I think on a on a private yeah, page I think you I can have apply. To apply. Maybe I don't know. somewhere I, in I've, there. I've tried to look into it, and then you know what? It's one of those things that I'm like, ah 
kind of do it. Like I'm not really a tech person. Yeah. It just so, slides down the list. Um, and yeah. then of course you can find um, my business page um, at Beautiful Body Society. We're on Facebook and Instagram that. And then we have the website and it's like just www.beautifulbodysociety.com.au. Um, yeah. And there's there's loads of information on our socials. Oh, I'm, I'm on TikTok now. So, <laughs> um, and I think that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, hey, yeah, to the TikTok pressure. Yeah, that's just Beautiful Bodies <laughs> Society as well. So, um, yeah, so we, we have an in-person studio um, where you can work out with us, but we have an app. Everything's recorded. Um, we have – we're very education-based, so it's you will get the education. We have wellness journals just about to release some um, planners and scheduling tools to be around your cycle. So you can – there's so many planners out there, but – they they don't honor the female body so just putting that respect in into it so yeah that's i guess everything and um yeah i i just yeah thank you so much for having me it's an honor like when you asked me i was like hell yes <laughs> it's been so fun and i thank you for the back and forth with trying to book something in as well i know you're running two businesses i'm running two businesses i got two calendars going and corporate clients that have zero freaking chill and just expect you to be available every second of the day. Um, so I will make sure this is all going to stay in our portal um, in this month's module. Every time it runs, it usually pops up every two years or so. Um, and I'll send a video Amazing. to you as well. So Thank you. you. Check it out. Thank you very much. If anyone wants any more information, please let us know. The comments will stay open on this the whole month. And I yeah. will tag Jade if you have any questions for her. I'm sure she can, she'll be part of this group for the month and she can come and answer anything. Um, but, yeah, I hope you have an amazing day. And yes, amazing. We'll Thanks catch up soon. Again. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sexy Selfish Mums Manifesting Wealth podcast. As always, we would love to hear your feedback on Instagram. So slide on into my DMs or share a story with this episode, any feedback or questions you have. And if you'd like to find out more about the Elite membership, either send me a DM on Instagram or head on over to our website and learn more about a 12-month mastermind for women in business ready to unlock the inner wealthy woman and create a business that allows you impact and income from a place of alignment and integrity. It's fucking amazing. And I would love to have you a part of it. Um, enjoy.